You still can't hear the themes playing right now. No. It's very funny to me. I don't even know if you're playing the theme. I am playing the theme. I could not be playing the theme. Wouldn't that be funny if I wasn't playing the theme right now? All right, I'll play the theme. Wait, fuck off. No, I'm kidding. The theme just ended. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Unpunchables, etc. I should get some headphones. You sh- it would be very easy for me to get you headphones, and yet you insist on not wearing headphones. No, I think it's fun for the listeners to be able to tell that we backlogged like four episodes at once. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You get to come on this journey with us. We're talking for seven hours straight. Today, or I should say this episode, yeah. we're talking about four weeks unpopular ago. opinions or takes. How do you want to frame this? Yeah, unpopular takes on media. Oh, is it media? What was your take? What's oh, yours? Oh, oh. No, wait. Oh, <laughs> what, oh, oh. what is yours? Mine are just in life. In life? Okay, Actually, let's do in po- unpopular takes in life. Well, although mine is all media. Some of mine are media. A lot of mine are food. A okay. lot of mine are food. <laughs> I think I could come up with at least one food take. <laughs> I don't know how I missed. No, the media I, I got part. a. I got a food take. Who suggested this? Do you have it? Oh yes, <laughs> rude of me. That's a weird name. It was Tracy Thompson. Tracy Thompson. And her exact thing was unpopular takes on movies, music, or people. Oh, well. No, it's fine. Sorry, some Tracy. Of mine, some of mine are. Yeah, food or people. Soil and green. <laughs> Another movie. Another movie. Hey. Can't turn it off. <laughs> okay, well then you go first, because, uh, fuck. You know what? I'm going to uh, change my first one to be about food just to... <laughs> A, not get into a thing that I just I spent so long talking about in ages before. And B, just so we're on the same page. Okay. My first take, LaCroix is bad. (gasps) I know this take and it still makes me mad. LaCroix, LaCroix, however you pronounce it. It ain't good water. It's it's bad soda and bad water. Do you like sparkling water? No. So that's the issue. But I've had sparkling water before where I was like, okay, this is not awful. What brand? I don't remember. It was just like sparkling. No, it's just sparkling water that they gave me at a restaurant. And I was like, all right, I'll drink this. Is it Mountain Valley Spring, perhaps? I do see you have a bottle on your nightstand. We are indeed in your bedroom. I did not ask. And this is just spring. It's not still water. Mountain Valley, baby. I'm all about still water. Huh. I like my water, like like my corpses. Well, I am offended considering I'm literally drinking a generic LaCroix right now. Well, that's that's not LaCroix. Mine is specifically LaCroix is bad. Huh. But LaCroix is just sparkling water with like an essential oil added. Well, maybe it's the essential oil that makes it bad. Because I feel like I've tasted other sparkling waters and been like, whatever. You know, I drink a lot of LaCroix. With that said, I do think there are much better sparkling waters. Yeah. I like the cans. I feel like this city loves LaCroix, especially if you're in like a a room with other people. Yeah. It's always just like LaCroix is the water. I think it's like, I feel like it's in a way like, I don't know how to differentiate the generations. Gen Z. Mm -hmm. Is that below us? I what do you mean by below us the generation that's currently like 1820 oh I don't I don't know what are, what generation gen- are we we're millennials but what is that in the alphabet scale I think we're gen x Ugh. no that's above us I'll never know I don't know and I don't care what I'm trying to say is that the youngins there was like a big trend even within our generation to like have your starbucks cup like oh I got my starbucks yeah or like if someone was like we're getting starbucks you're like wow starbucks that's still kind I of love true this voice Starbucks! 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 <laughs> you have to like kind of swallow <laughs> your tongue. Choked. I want my Starbucks. I want a Ramadino. <laughs> but I feel like maybe it's just me personally. I do feel like I've seen a trend of like our generation a little bit growing out of that. Yeah. And I feel like LaCroix has replaced it. It's like, oh, you have LaCroix. Oh, yeah. you have Pumpkin Mousse. Oh, you Not kind of want to just have the can. Yeah. I also don't like that. Uh, Culturally, pomplamousse is just something we have to accept as a normal flavor. Grapefruit? Is it grapefruit? Yeah. Call it grapefruit. It's in French. It's a whole thing. We don't need to put it in French. How come the other ones aren't in French? Uh, Because they are. Actually, no, they are mostly in French. Grape. Limon. Limon. I'm pretty sure it's lemon. Yeah, actually, it does say cran raspberry for sure. I think it's the cran raspberry. It's the cran raspberry. Cran raspberry. You know, in French, actually, raspberry is raspberry. <laughs> There's no way anything you just said was words. It was fraise. Fraise. Fraise is strawberry. Anyway, I don't know. My point is. My French sound like Donald Duck. <laughs> That's a good Donald Duck. It's a great French too. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Um, they are not French. They are from what Wisconsin? Yeah. And so it's a whole branding thing to seem fancy, like Hagen Dazs hmm. did in the nineties. What is Hagen Dazs not Dutch? No, sure ain't. Hagen Dazs is like 
I want to say like Nestle or somebody. Oh, yeah. Huge corporation just trying to seem fancy so they can charge more. Damn, all this time I've been loving hogs and dogs. <laughs> That's what I call it. For no reason. No reason. <laughs> yeah, I do I do see why you'd hate it. I I will still drink it, but if you were to say like, hey, what kind do you want? Like, I don't think it tastes the best. In yeah. fact, didn't they just have some big scandal where they don't have to say what natural flavors means and like somebody looked into it and there's some like fucking raccoon butt or something in oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. Raccoon butt? Something like that. Yeah. I'm sure I'm getting half of this wrong. I can taste the raccoon butt, honestly. Well, oh, no, I'm like, I... is this even fucking vegan? What the hell? Oh, yeah. You've been eating, you've been eating out, you've been eating raccoon ass this entire I, time. I fucking eat ass, but only raccoons? Mm. This is bullshit. Shit happens. They can't even consent to it. This isn't vegan at all. Cockroach insecticide. Yeah, that's fucked, man. I don't want that in my belly. Yeah, I'd rather be eating raccoon ass. I know. I Now the raccoon ass is just a dream. Right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you put it on the table. Now I, <laughs> now I want to eat it. But only if they're still alive and they like it. Yeah. Oh, that's actually... Ugh, visualize that the second after I said it. Now nah, I regret I'm, it. Hey, if you're an artist out there, can you draw me a picture of Neil <laughs> eating a raccoon's ass? I would really prefer if you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now you, you decide. Okay, listen. Are we ready to move on from LaCroix being trash? Uh, I mean, personally, no, but for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> You'll yeah. You'll never move on. No. To be fair, I do think it's, like, winding down. Yeah. I do think it'll be, like, over culturally in, like, a year. Yeah. We'll get a new thing, and then everyone will be like, oh, this one looks like a pill. Like, I think what's <laughs> going to become really popular with branding, and this is just my guess, is uh, generic-looking stuff. Oh, yeah. Stuff that looks like it's the future, and everything's sold by one brand from the same place. Like a soda that's just called soda? Yeah, and yeah, it's in, like, big. a pale blue we can with get, nothing on it. We gotta get in on this. We should make cans. We should make cans. Hey, check out your Punch of the Jam can merch. Mm -hmm. It's <laughs> the one that's cans. called can. It's a drink called can. It has nothing to do with the podcast, but we did make it. <laughs> and it's got nothing on it. Yeah. All of the information's, like, in that bottom little butthole. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta look at it you're talking about raccoons again i can't get them off my mind now that yeah. i thought about it i want to see what it tastes like okay <laughs> draw that picture i'm kidding <laughs> wait actually though i do think that a f common flavor component is made from beaver ass i'm pretty sure it's like butthole glands of a beaver i'm gonna, I'm gonna go beaver. is like is like blue raspberry beaver flavor or something ass. beaver butthole flavor yep mm -hmm. i'm right right oh castoretum there it is Hell yeah. See, the shit you know when you turn vegan. <laughs> Vice has a history of flavoring food with beaver butt juice. Nice. Boom, baby. See, I'm only juice. full of shit sometimes. Beaver butt juice. We're just going to start getting pure beaver butt juice, and that'll be what goes in the can of can. And everyone's oh. just like, what's this flavor? It's like, we can't beaver tell you. Beaver butt juice. Well, but they to gave it. it willingly. Yeah. Now it's vegan. Beaver's like, I don't care. You make me come. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! How did we get here? It's because the prostates. Oh, never mind. Holy shit! Okay, I'm gonna say one. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm scared to say it. I've never said this publicly before. Uh oh. Uh oh. And is I, it Demi sucks? <laughs> it's a Demi is trash. And we You've said leave that publicly many times. You texted to me every morning. Okay, I have like two food ones, and I don't know which one to do. Can I just do both back to back, and then we can move off of Hell food? Yeah. Okay. First and foremost, chocolate. And hazelnut together is trash. Wow. Disgusting. Wow. I don't Before want it. Before you got here, I was eating chocolate and hazelnut. Everyone eats it. My food somewhere. You left it over there. Demi was eating like a little plate of like treats when I walked in. I was and eating arancini rice balls. Of course, like my purse immediately fell right on top of it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That was, I crushed your food with my purse of giblets. It should be crushed. It's trash food. It's three days. Speaking old. of trash food, chocolate, chocolate and, and fucking hazelnut. hazelnut. So you do not like Nutella. Oh, suck my dick. Wow. Ferrero Rocher. Oh, wow. I don't ever want to combine such strong flavors. This is, as a white person, it's just a thing to hear that you don't like Ferrero Rocher. I'm not like the other whites. <laughs> You're one of the good ones. I'm one of the good ones. Between Ferrero Rocher and Nutella, this is like a yeah. betrayal. No, I know. Yeah. That's, why, that's why I'm embarrassed to say it, because I know that people are going to come for me, but it's kick like... You out. Bring it on, bitch. It's 2019. I'm ready to fight. I'm throwing hands. You. Thank you so much. Although I will be protecting you while eating Nutella just straight out the thing. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I do have mixed feelings about hazelnuts on their own. Okay. I can handle them in certain situations. What's your nut ranking? Oh, really? Are we doing this right now? Are if we you really have it off the top right of your now? head, but I, if you don't... Obviously, I have it off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Number one, almonds. Easy. Almonds? Almonds. Okay. Wait, what's yours? Cashews. Cashews is my second. Okay. So we, we are close. What's your second? Uh, probably peanuts. What? 
I like a peanut. No, that's oh. no. You'll just open a bag it. of peanuts and eat it watching TV or something. Okay, here's no. the thing. When I was a kid, my dad did do that, and I was just like, "You're weird." And then yeah, I but did your dad's it. And I was also like, mm. a different generation. Yes, but the generations trickle down. <laughs> that's true. There's like some nostalgia attached. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Peanuts. I don't know I if it's. It. I did have a ranking at some point. I think I was just so against almonds for the longest time wow. that I just don't. Even if I taste Oof. an almond, I'm like, it's good. I don't. I'll fuck with an almond so hard. I would go. I'm like, okay, I am vaguely allergic to walnuts, so that does take them pretty down for me because yeah. they make my mouth feel like hellfire, but I'll still eat them. Almonds, cashews, mm, might go like fuck around with a pecan, number three. Ooh, yeah. Only if it's toasted. A raw pecan can suck my ass. Oof. A toasted pecan. It's like a Texan. This hurts. A fucking pecan with like a caramelized, like little sugar on the outside yeah. on top of a salad. Ooh, yum, 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 yum. I'll eat that until the cows come home. Then I might fuck around with a macadamia nut. Okay, macadamia. That's the one. I've, yeah. I would say macadamia is probably my second. Macadamia is good. It's so fatty that it's kind of hard to eat. Ooh, you know what I did forget though? Pistachios. I don't they're like up there too. Wait, what? I don't like them. Even if they're crunchy and salted. Yeah, not a fan. And like fresh out of the shell. Mm. Not a fan. I could probably chow down a whole bowl of pistachios, but if they're pre-shelled, uh, I will throw those straight in the fire. Okay, I, I don't found that. I found my ranking. You're gonna be very mad. Go cashew, yes. macadamia, yes. peanut, yeah. walnut. No, 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 no. Pecan, mm. hazelnut, almond. Boy, <laughs> almonds at the end. Hazelnut right Boy. before. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I said 2019 is the year I throw hands? You're lucky we're still. Don't throw hands at me. There's a table you got to lunge across. You're lucky I got short hands. <laughs> Yeah, I that's a, I understand that ranking. Although you forgot Brazil nuts, which we can leave in what 2018. Did I forget? I didn't forget Brazil. I don't eat Brazil nuts. Yeah, never. It's like every time I eat a Brazil nut, I feel like a chipmunk just like whittling away at an acorn. I don't, like, think I don't I've want ever this. eaten a Brazil nut. I mean, they're occasionally in like a mixed nut bag. So I don't you like eat those. try one and you immediately take one bite and put it back. in the I don't bag. want miscellaneous nuts. What's that about? Actually, I do, and that describes every Friday night I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Mia loves a glory hole. I just love some nuts, baby. Get that dick out of here. I'm a nut girl. <laughs> what do you do with that dick in the hole? No, no. Give me just one nut and I'm good. <laughs> I'm not greedy. I don't need both. <laughs> okay, so chocolate and hazelnut. Ugh. Hazelnut, okay. Like I said, if it's like on a dessert with like that, I'm a pastry chef. I should fucking know what it's called. The spiky ass caramel twill on the end. I don't know what the fuck that is. You know, it's like a method where they like encase a hazel, like a whole hazelnut in like a, car- a really hard caramel and then they pull it right at the end before it dries. So it, it has like this like teardrop shape. I don't, I don't know. I don't, maybe, I don't know. It's like in French pastry and it'll be like on adorning like the top of like a fucking cake or like. Okay, well there's your Cook or some shit. Yeah. It's, those are, I can eat. Those I can eat. But like if you want to put like a toasted hazelnut on like a cake. I just don't see the point. Hmm. You didn't incorporate the flavor into the cake, right? So, like, why are you giving me this? You why are you the forcing nuts me? on the top of the cake? That's weird. I just think that it's like such a strong. I mean, to be fair, I think I have extra taste buds, so strong tasting things taste sometimes too strong to me. Like, yeah. I cannot drink wine. I cannot drink coffee. But I am only now getting into coffee, but I like a latte where it's like been watered down with milk anyway. Oh, I thought you meant like a lot of it. I like a latte. I like it a latte. <laughs> By the way, what a missed opportunity to call the mocha a choco latte. That makes me so fucking mad every day of my life. Should have been around. Also, how can I like turn this into like a monetizable thing? It's probably a joke that's been made. Yeah, well, you got to do stand up with it. Is what it is. All your I ideas just to... have to do be stand up. I have a tight one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've been great. I'm gonna get out of here real real hey guys, soon. What about mochas, huh? Am I right? Like, what's the deal, mocha? Like, where did that word come from? What is this, an art museum? Nah, you know what we should have called it Chaco Latte. Ha ha. All right, that's my time. See you guys. <laughs> All right. By the way, my name was Miel Bredo. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I don't say my name after that joke. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, who was that? <laughs> I yeah. must find her. I will stand by. I mean, maybe I can like force it down. But mm. if you ever give me the option, we have this delicious chocolate hazelnut cake. I'll say, okay, what's next? What's the other thing you have? Oof. Oh, a fucking like rice pudding. I'll take that over. Chocolate yeah. hazelnut any okay. day. Your turn, bud. All right. Well, now we can get into my media take. Yeah. Uh, this is a hot take. I know you disagree with it. And I know I'm going to get I'm some scared. responses. Game of Thrones is boring. Okay. Game of Thrones is boring. Wow. Game of Thrones is boring (laughs) i feel like you can't possibly say that with good authority since you don't understand what's going on what are you talking about i watched the entire first season even then did you have someone with you to decode what the fuck was happening why should i have to decode a tv show it's like lord of the rings it's so complicated you shouldn't have to decode it if it's a form of media that's separate from the book it's not like you need it as a like a, a footnotes i think that 
I think that you're allowed to have some media that isn't meant for a general market coming in with fresh ears. But Game of Thrones is the biggest TV show on, like, out. But I think only if you're able to get into it past that initial curve of information. I think I think it's so big because it works without the books. Ooh, I mean, I think once you're fully invested, yes. However, I don't think you can get fully invested without, like, a full decoder. But I'm just like, why? I, I think if you need that for a show to work, then you fucking failed. I don't like, if like Harry Potter failed. didn't work without the books, I would be like, it's a bad thing. I'm sorry. I mean, see, listen, I don't think it failed because so many people have read those books that I think the only distinction you can make is it's not universally appealing. It's only meant for people that have read these books or at least are aware of these books. It's I, it's just so crazy to me that the biggest show in the world is something that you would need to, A, get like a past. Like, again, I watched the entire first season. I feel like I perfectly understood it. But I also was just kind of like, I don't really feel the need to continue watching this. Huh. That, I mean, totally could be. It could I, just be that that's just your opinion and it doesn't appeal to you. But I do think part of it has to be that there's some things you missed that would have kept you way more entertained. I really don't think I missed anything. Oh, which is which I say because like I, I fully understand who the characters are. And people talk about it. It's like, there's too many people. I'm like, no, I know exactly who each person is. And when I pop in to like, watch certain episodes from later seasons, I'm like, I know what's going on. I just don't give a shit. And that's I get fair. that everyone else in the world loves it, and I get why they do, but I also just no, that's don't fair. like it. Don't giving a shit and not liking it, not good grammar, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I but, do think that's fair. I, what I think that saying it's boring, don't okay. know if I agree with that. It's, it's very exciting. I just am like, I don't, none of this matters to me. I will also say, re your point, I think that the more they've gotten off the books, the further and further away they have gone from needing to know anything to understand them. So if you were like a late addition to the show watching like fifth season on it's so fucking surface level now like yeah. you wouldn't need to know goddamn anything to get invested and actually i like it way less now because of that i thought I, the last season was fucking trash yeah i don't know where people stand on it now and i think it's also just the kind of thing where because it's so big culturally i could just start watching the last season you and could like, totally and like what reading the vulture recaps for me was a big thing because i was like i want to be in on the conversations but i don't care enough to spend the time yeah. and also a big thing for me i'm realizing i don't like medieval things oh, i don't okay. want to hear people talk in this weird strange shakespearean way and then go and be like and now we must fuck i'm just like one or the other <laughs> like i i don't know That's just also i think a testament to how badly the showrunners are adapting the books yeah. and writing their own shit because that isn't there in the books is it it's not no Ugh. you think george R. R. martin is like and now from the fourth quadrant of the western wall we mm. must fuck like what She's I, a real bitch. Like, the yeah. language is just, like, so indicative of bad writing to me. I just don't. I've never really... There's not been anything that's in a sort of medieval period where I really have gotten to it. Besides, uh, Black Knight with Martin Lawrence, <laughs> which is Have you seen A Knight's Tale, though? I haven't, but I know everyone loves that movie. You might like that one. I might. I like that one. What about, like, Sword in the Stone? You didn't like that? I couldn't tell you if I've ever seen Sword of the Stone. Because the cartoon? It's, yeah, it's wow. just, it's one of those things that's, if I saw it, it's so long ago that I might as well have not seen it. Wow. I also have bad memory. It's got a really cool animation. I believe I think that. for that reason alone, it's worth watching. It's from the guys who did The Cobbler and the Thief, right? No idea. Okay. Don't know what you just said. Never mind. <laughs> I don't think that's a super unpopular take. I mean, mm. I know a lot of people like it. Like I said, maybe this is an unpopular take. I thought the last season was true trash, and I kind of don't care about the last season. I have not heard anything about that last season besides how crazy Dude, the fights were. No, they fucking... Okay, David Beninoff and fucker fuck D. B. white Weiss. guy, whatever the fuck their names are. Yeah. Those fucking dudes, there's a like a recap or whatever after each episode, inside the episode, where like they talk about the process of making I hate it. Those also. There's some, on HBO's every show. HBO's doing it on every show now. But for this one episode that was truly just meant to delay the central plot line, it was just meant to be like, how can we not have that happen until episode seven? Let's yeah. just have this fucking episode where nothing happens tight. And they like go north of the wall and they're in like the wintry snowland. And I think you follow enough to know that it's like White Walkers are the big yeah. thing and then Wildlings, right? Mm -hmm. So where. In the fuck a zombie polar bear comes from. A, that polar bears even exist in this world, which maybe they did. Mm. I didn't read the books. Maybe that's accurate. But that we need to see one. That they need to blow so much of their budget on a CGI zombie polar bear that's that has no effect on the plot, that is in one scene. Immediately when it showed up, I was fucking livid. It took me out of it so hard. But then... Watching that inside the episode at the end, you watch these two smug as fuck rich white dudes being like, yeah, we've been gunning for a zombie polar bear since season one and we finally got it. I was mm. like, fuck 
you you don't get to do this like you don't own this property just because you write it like right. how could you be so disrespectful to people that actually enjoy this it feels like the tv show has been just owned like taken over by the rule of cool where it's just yeah. kind of like we're spending money in a way that people will go fucking awesome no, not than- people People exactly like that and that alone. Yeah. That's the only people that are like, whoa, this fucking rules, tits and zombie polar bears. That's not me. It's all just exhausting to me. I just feel like on some level I could get behind a big budget television action series, but it feels like there's no weight behind any of it. I agree with that. And also just like at a certain point when they've started rewriting things to be like uh, characters are getting raped for no reason. Oh my God. As a sign of, yeah, that whole (laughs) saga. I was like, you guys fucking suck. I thought that it was so good. Like I... I mean, I don't want to admit it, but like I spent a lot of my free time talking about Game of Thrones for mm. like the first like three seasons. I remember. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I don't want to admit it to who? <laughs> to the general public uh. that I was that guy, but like I was and I was super into it. And now I'm like genuinely embarrassed that I've ever watched that show. Well, you should be embarrassed. Well, I mean, it's your opinion too. So no, my opinion is that it's bad. And now we're in together. Okay. So for my next take. I'm a little nervous about defending this. Uh, Against me or against the world? Anyone. Okay. But I'm just going to say it anyways. (sighs) CGI movies are bad. There is a... They're just bad. I just have a... My question is, why? My thing is just like, what do you (laughs) mean by CGI movies? Okay, what I mean... mean, Any movie with CGI? No, what I mean is that... If a main character is CGI or if the movie is predominantly CGI. I generally agree. I think that the Jungle Book remake can fuck right off. Mm. And I think this Lion King remake is going to be the same fucking thing. I do not care. Yeah. I do not care. I don't get any additional thrill from seeing cartoon shit that I've already seen made fancier. Right. It's still a fucking cartoon. I don't care. Yes. On some level, I think with these Disney remakes, I'm just kind of like, the the cartoons were not for who we are now. The reboots aren't either. I can't have any like thought about them. But I'm also just like, it, I don't know. They're fine. I don't just, have, I'm not angry about them, but I'm also just not like, we need them. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm angry about them. I'm just fucking over it. Yeah. I'm totally over And truthfully, I'm kind of over superhero movies for the same reason. Like, I think Avengers movie- broke me. <laughs> What, what? I think Infinity War broke me and I'm just like, I don't. I think I'm just done. I'm done yeah. because like I can't care that much when your story is actually dependent. The plot, the writing is dependent on like technology. Yeah. I just think that it's hurting story a lot. Being able to be like, but it's going to look so cool. Yeah. I just the way I consume movies I don't care that much about what it looks like that's why I'll watch a music video that's why I'll watch like a like a illustrations online like right. I don't want that to be like a movie or at least if those are movies fine but I don't want them to replace all movies totally and it feels like it's so hard to find like an a like big movie now that doesn't have considerable CGI yeah why why so we can do some crazy shot that we were doing 50 years ago practically like I think because it's more expensive that way is it? It is. You're telling me that Star Wars is more expensive to do on a model set than to do with CGI. The way that they want to shoot it? Yes. I just, I don't, I can't believe that's true. Because. How expensive CGI is? I think because it depends on the scale of it and how much they use it. I think there's a great way to use practical effects, but at the same time, I think it hits that uncanny value with a lot of audience where they're just like, that's not an alien, that's a man in a suit. And I'm not like... Yeah, but fuck it. I prefer that. No, I do too. I think on some level, some of the best movies that I've seen as of late, uh, like with like weird effects and shit, yeah. are like, they do it practically and it looks yeah. great. Like a lot of stuff in Blade Runner 2049, like obviously there's so much CGI, but there's also a lot where it's like, no, they did this practically in a way that makes it feel like you can, there's a tactical sense of yeah. people being in a place and not on a green screen. Yeah. And it's or lovely. like, or even like, um, you see the Dark Crystal? Yeah. If they made that today... They are. Netflix is doing the series. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. They're using real puppets, though. They are. Yes. Jim Henson's network is all behind it. God. Because that was what I was about to say. Like, if they did that today, if that movie was released today anyway, there's no world in which that would be puppets. They'd be fucking CGI characters, and they'd be like... I just... I don't know. I feel like so much of the artistry is getting lost because we have this option now. Yeah. And, like, I guess 
I would be fine with it if it was just occasional, but I just it's so inundated now. I'm like, I'm, I don't care. I'm like fascinated with CG in a way that I am truly just like I think I will always have a spot in my heart where I'm just kind of like I will watch those movies because like even as I'm like fucking exhausted by like Avengers really just took it out of me. Yeah. And but like there's still a part of me that's just kind of like it's fun and there's no like I don't want it to go away. I think yeah. that it's just I don't want it to be everything. Or even yeah. the most thing. I'm okay with it being like, the biggest thing in the world is CG, and then everything else below it is like, cool, let's do it practically. Oh, the fact that Avatar is the biggest movie of all time I'm really not, breaks my heart. My, uh, I got some unpopular, it's not on here, but one of my unpopular takes would have been about Avatar. What, that it's bad? No. That it's good? I think, I don't think it should be, well, no, I understand why it's the biggest movie in the world, and also I'm excited to see all of the four as they come oh, out. God. And also, I think... James Cameron is a fantastic director. Terrible person. Oh, fantastic God. director. I will watch anything he ever does. Huh. Well, I mean, that's your prerogative. Yep, it's not one to. of my hot takes. But <laughs> I will say, like... The biggest movie in the world is baffling to me. Aside from the fact that it's just like, yeah, because the tickets were expensive. Right. Also, I will make a distinction. I am so much more into movies that are basically animated cartoons yeah. utilizing really cutting-edge technology. Mm-hmm. Like... Disney Pixar movies, like oh, yeah. I fuck with those hard. Absolutely. And like, oh my god, like Brave. Some of the hair shit in that movie and like bear shit as well. Yeah. <laughs> really Beaver butt juice. <laughs> blew me away. <laughs> and like it visually I do get why you're like, whoa. Cause mm-hmm. I, I do feel like in a way that's recreating the feeling that like my dad must have had watching like Snow White. You know, you're like, they can do this. Yeah. When it really gets to me is when it's like a live action movie with a lot of CG. Totally. That's like why avatar to me i'm just like oh my god who fucking what is this movie without the cg did you see avatar in 3d yes like okay. three times oh right yeah we talked that's insane i know which is fun i think i saw it once and i was still just like so blown away by it technically because i was just like this looks like a place those look like people yeah and that's an amazing feat yeah. and it should have won every visual grammy mm-hmm. i'm sorry Oscar. every grammy every, it vis- won every visual, visual grammy, grammy. <laughs> aka the oscars <laughs> but for that to be the biggest movie in the world of all time the thing wasn't is, it nominated for best picture yes but i like, also what the fuck we're just circle jerking to technology i don't mm. want to fucking jerk off a robot i don't want this i have some con- i'm not we can talk about the oscars way later i have some <laughs> thoughts about the oscars and how it's like bullshit no the thing i know i love the oscars oh, i think they're bullshit i know everyone thinks they're bullshit and on some level i'm like yeah but that that's the point they've always been bullshit they'll always be bullshit why do we pretend like they're anything more than bullshit it's because fun. they actually change people's careers that's when it's not fun anymore sure but i think it, i don't know in my head i'm just kind of like the people that like the movies that everyone wants nominated for oscars like what why do you want them to, i that's not my popular take but i do think that like on some level you should reward a movie for what it does culturally and i think that's what the oscars do by giving them nominations but not wins huh. it's them saying this is not the best picture but we're putting it as a nomination because it's one of the biggest it's like literally one of the biggest movies and what do you define as a good picture i actually think that's only true for men I don't think any female cultural movement movies are ever, ever nominated. But Bridesmaids big... not nominated, and that was huge. It for, was nominated for best picture. I don't know. It was nominated for screenplay and best supporting. Right. But I also just that's what I'm like, saying. Like, how much so of a cultural for... moment is that? And how much I of a culture? It, it was a huge cultural moment. It's I don't just think that it was, it was for women. I think it was a cultural moment, but also on some level, I think that female cultural moments don't become as big because they're for women. Oh, they definitely become as big. We're just not regarded in the same way. I mean, the top selling movies in the box office last year were all female-led all of them really? and yet yeah huh. yeah but like we don't talk about that because it's like oh i mean that's, that's Wait, a fine metric do I you guess. mean last year's in 2017 uh 2017 no it's 2018 well maybe I, I don't remember you gotta google it but i know that that's true hmm. that like right now the biggest movies are like consistently the biggest box office anyway are like female-led right and that's just like okay you won't see that reflected anywhere directors nothing because no. it's just like Oh, we disregard the statistics unless they seem impressive to us and us being the default male. Right. The Academy so, is very heavily skewed to still, even, it's still like older white men. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this, we have to honor the cultural impact that this movie had based on the way I interpret cultural impact and not actually like going out into the world and seeing what the general public, including women, including people of color, including women of color, like right. <laughs> think about Here's it. a question. Do you think the Titanic would count as one of those things? Cultural impact? Yes. <laughs> In terms of, I, I can't speak for everyone because I'm a white woman. Sure, of course it affected me. Well, that's what I'm was saying. Eight, like, and I was like Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Well, but... that's what I'm saying. Like, in terms of a movie that, like, heavily skewed the audience towards women, and that was, like, the best picture. I'm not trying to be, like, I'm not trying to defend that. I'm just saying, like, in terms of when you say cultural moment for women, do you mean in terms of seeing women reflected on the screen? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's I do. Fair. Because even then, if you were trying to make the case it's, like, this movie was for women, it's only for straight white women. Sure. That's still a slice of a demographic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I'm, Oscars, ugh, whatever. The same, I think that same reasons why I have mixed feelings about Black Panther being nominated, where I'm like, yes. I understand it being nominated yes. in a cultural sense. I don't think it will win. I don't think it should win. No. But I also am just like, yes, that cultural thing is a big enough. Right. People are just like, it's not the best picture of the movie. I'm like, that's not what the fucking Oscar. like, I think it's crazy that every year we have to argue about the same thing with the Oscars. Yes. And sort of let them be like, they didn't nominate the right movies. It's like, if you think that your metric is wrong every single year, then maybe your metric is the thing that's wrong. Anyway, uh, I think the I think that the Oscars are an award show that should be retired. And I, we should oh. have we should have a this is I guess we're just going to another t- take. Right no, now. no. Do we you- should have a new award show that takes into account diversity and different perspectives and honors movies accordingly. Is- I do think that's true. Was wait was your take next or was my take next? Uh, it's yours next. We just accidentally transitioned organically into it. It's a it. perfect transition into my next take, which is the Oscars should be longer and should be hosted by a non-comedian. <laughs> I have so many thoughts about the Oscars, and I think that we could do an episode on the Oscar, like just nominations when they drop or whatever. Hundred oh, percent. But I love the Oscars so much. I truly am just kind of like enamored by the idea of this cultural thing that's all about movies i think that when people complain about the oscars it like hurts me just personally like it's just a thing where i'm just kind of like i don't understand the hatred for an award show or the entire point like every award show is the same like all of them are just they everyone's like they got it wrong it's like no they didn't get it wrong they just are awarding it's a like by committee so the mm, things that are but most the who's seen, on the committee? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's by committee. I think the Academy needs to be more diverse, but I don't disregard the entire idea that the Oscars are bad just because they don't account. I think they should account for diversity, but I think that's the change, not just, like, being like, the Oscars suck. Here's what I'll say. I don't think the Oscars are bad. Yeah. I think the fact that the single biggest award show with the grandest impact on the on budgets for movies, on what movies get made, on which directors get chosen to make them, on right. which actors get used. Something that I think of any single event has the biggest impact on the entire entertainment industry, mm-hmm. which I do think is true. Yeah. I think it's very fucked up that that much power falls into the hands of a couple of old, rich, white dudes. I think it's getting better, though. I think there was a statistic uh, last year that the Academy is slowly diversifying because of the nominees becoming more and more diverse. I hope that's true. However, I don't know that we need specifically the Oscar so badly that we should like put all our energy into reforming this shitty old one instead of just starting a new one that acts like, you know, like um, there are a lot of award shows like the TIFF. Is that the one that's yeah. like actually pretty fucking good? I think it's an award show though. I think no, it's just that's the, the Toronto. Film yeah, that's the film festival. What's the one I'm thinking of? I uh, I don't know. Film I don't know critics, the name. Uh, yeah, National the one that's in Santa Monica under the tent. What's oh, that one? Oh, the Film Independent Awards. Yeah, that to me seems like a far better indicator of like actual movies being rewarded for the quality of the movie and not just a big circle jerk of we put a lot of money into getting this nominated. I think that on some level though, the reason they have to put money into getting nominated is because the members of the Academy do not watch enough of the movies. So that to me says exactly why they should not be members of the but Academy. But I just think that there's no... like. I don't it should think be fucking like Roger Ebert. You know what I mean? Like it should yeah. be people that well, see everything. There are film like they're the New York Film Critics Circle and the LA Film Critics Circle. But then it's just like, and even you... then the critics are always fucking white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> so they... critics have a bigger problem than the Academy. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. That's another fucking hot take. Film critics are trash. <laughs> I think film criticism is trash, but I also there's a lot of film critics that I love in terms of like yeah. their personality and they're usually diverse people anyway. So yeah. It's just, I don't know, I think film criticism and film awards as a whole are just, like, flawed, but as someone who looks at the Oscars as a fun thing and not as, like, a measure of why they, or, like, what they do to the industry, yeah. I I can only see it as a thing that I love. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's fair. If it's just like, oh, this is just this award show that is total trash and a guilty pleasure and I love it, like, right. totally. Where I kind of can't turn a blind eye is that it has such a big impact. It has such a huge impact. And to tell so many groups of people, oh, this just isn't for you. It's like, wait, but this actually is money in my pocket. Right. So this actually is for me. And to be excluded from it for no reason other than tradition is just, it's just endlessly frustrating to me. Yeah. Uh, I do. I wanted to look up a thing because they're getting, it's getting better, but I, I don't, I want, I don't want to read this just so I have to find the statistics, but it's like, yeah, it has a long way to go, but the diversity is increasing. 
Yeah, I mean, cool. But I also, outside of the entire, like, you know, sustainability of it, I think that a bigger, broader issue is that the films being rewarded are so often the, I mean, or you just nominated because sometimes the small ones win, but like the big ones. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need, like the fact that Meryl Streep has been nominated how many times? I, yeah. I, to me, I'm just like, oh, these don't actually reward like exciting new things. They reward people that they respect. Right. Which is a big problem of the Academy. And it's, there's no way to like check it and be like, hey, if you're voting for these, you have to see everyone that's in these Yeah. And it manufactures the conversation to the point that now in this country, we're all like, oh, Meryl Streep is next level, dude. And we're disregarding people that are potentially better actors just because she has all these fucking golden I do think statues. She's one of the best actors, but oh, she also. totally is. However, like how many smaller films are being overlooked that could influence the direction of film forever, right? And then they just aren't. And now we're just getting more and more superhero movies. I think, I think, I mean, superhero movies don't even interact with the Oscars on any reasonable yeah. level. But I do think that on some level, like the films nominated at the Oscars generally. Not like, like I, one or two that actually are like, well, if we're no, not counting kind of foreign films anyway. I think that they, for the most part, kind of get it right. Wow. But at the same time, I think that that's because the smaller movies that don't get nominated are like very specific in what they're trying to do and they don't give a shit about the Oscars and they do not like they might have like great performances but it's like what uh, what uh, like in other technical senses like what are they doing and yeah. a lot of that is because they just aren't made Budget. with enough money yeah which I get and like that's what the smaller film critics awards are for, for but I yeah. just also think that like it's a stepping stone to them getting to make movies with bigger budgets yeah I think the industry is in need of a revamp but I also yeah. think the Oscars are in need of a slightly smaller revamp. To me, I just think that the Oscars, like, I guess the bottom line is that they're an award show. Yeah. And so they're not really concerned about making sure, like, the right person gets the award. They are concerned about getting views and high ratings. Which I hate and I fucking... <laughs> that's the bottom line. It angers me so much because I don't think that... I mean, I know that, like, that's how it works with anything. Like, they need the money to keep it going. But I hate that that's the case yes. because they always go with like some big comedian right. and like they're just like, we need to make them short. I'm like, no, why can't it be like the fucking Super Bowl? Go as long as you need Better to. Better yet, don't even fucking televise it. No, don't. <laughs> just make it about the cultural impact and fuck the TV show. No, because if, if it was fuck the TV show, then it would just be like every other award show. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have award shows then. I, if they have this much power in terms of the industry. But like, like what else would have the power then? There'd just nothing. be Nothing. Yeah. No, that gets, that makes it worse. We get more superhero movies. The Oscar's the only thing keeping up like movies that If there don't... was like no metric that we were going off of, don't you think it's possible people would try new shit more? No. Because hmm. I think the problem is that films in the middle, like the middle of the country, it's just ruled by these monopolies. Like Disney can just be like, hey, if you want to play our films in your theater, you have to keep it streaming for two months and then it's like well then nothing else can get in the theater the only way for those smaller movies to get in the theaters is oscar nominations you know you make a good point disney movies do not you make a great point yeah that is a good point and yeah. i just and the industry is so fucked up in so many ways and i think the disney monopoly is a fucking big problem even concerning. though i have some controversial opinions about how in some ways disney is good that is not one of them i think that they are like the monopoly of them buying fox is just going to make things so much difficult for people in the middle of the country where it's like you will only get to see yes. the movies that Disney it's gonna go making. the way radio went yes which is why streaming is good on some levels but also yeah just, like Roma could not have gotten a wide release no. and it's just like it's upsetting too because I'm just like yeah but it should be seen in the theater and whatnot and like the I have controversial opinions on Netflix just becoming this big thing because they are just yeah they're just Disney too but also like they don't give a shit about anything Quality. that they're making no. they just they want Roma only because they want an Oscar no they're quantity they be taken, only yes I mean I actually think we could talk about this for three hours. <laughs> well, I think when it's the nominations so come out, we'll have an Oscar episode. <laughs> if but people also, like it, I don't know if this is interesting. I don't give at all. a shit if you like it. But you actually <laughs> no, gave kidding. me a great segue by mentioning. Wait, no, but I didn't even. Say, I didn't even get into the point of mine, which is that they should oh. be longer because the people who are most, the people who need the Oscars most, are the people who get their speeches truncated after like thirty seconds, uh-huh. like the visual effects people and the sound editors who work really hard and need that Oscar on their resume to continue doing that job because the VFX industry is fucking tanking right now. Huh. The people who made Life of Pi, like the business went under almost immediately despite winning an Oscar for Life of Pi. And it's like this weird thing where like they don't get recognition because the Oscars like, we need to keep it short. But at the same time, they always do like this big opening number, which I love. But also it's just like this thing where 
they are so focused on getting views and people in, I keep saying the middle of the country, which sounds really reductive, but I just mean people who aren't like in the industry or on the coast don't give a shit about the Oscars past seeing the movies that they like, which is why things like Black Panther and all these bigger cultural moments get nominated, but also it's the reason that they, when they're like, we need to truncate the show, they go for the middle of the show as opposed to like the bigger things. They just, Mm -hmm. it's so disproportionate and I think that sucks and I hate it. And I think it should be supposed to be a non-comedian because I don't give a shit about seeing a comedian do their comedy. It's an award show for movies. Show me fucking an actor being funny. Like, I want to see performances. Mm. Anyway, that's the whole point. <laughs> I also would like to say, I don't think where you live indicates if you like movies or not. No, I just mean there's a lot less just thought about how movies impact the life of people who aren't in New York or L.A. Uh, by the industry yes yeah okay, and also that's, by like just the availability of the movies that you can see yeah yeah right that's true just resources are less right. you said disney that was the segue i was going to use i mentioned it so i have to use it again Go even for though it. now we've moved on disney baby <laughs> the goofy movie deserves its own disneyland ride huh what would the ride it be is insane it does not have one it is insane to me it does not have one well, I think there it's are just too so late. <laughs> there are so many opportunities to have one okay first and foremost you could be on a road trip the little thing it's a little it's like a storybook ride you're in a little car you drive through the whole movie that would be an option it Uh ends with a big concert that would be so fun you could do a fucking animatronic fucking um uh, i what the fuck is this power line jesus christ i can't believe i forgot his name tevin campbell or it could be like captain eo and it could just be like a fucking show yeah that you go to i don't want to see fucking frozen i want to see a power line concert when i go to disneyland problem is disneyland's not for you though I don't care. I've been to Disneyland four times last year. It is for me. Right. <laughs> it's <I'm>, for yeah. <laughs> me. I agree with you. I would love a Disney, a goofy movie ride. I'm sure that like Bob Iger or whoever's running Disney is just like, oh yeah, cool. That would make money. Well, that's probably what they think. However, I think what they are not accounting for is like all the people that would go to Disneyland just for that. Yeah. Maybe it's not their core demographic, but nope. that would be destroyed on Instagram. Absolutely. People that could go in and like, I mean, even just selling Goofy Movie merch. Yeah. I want to fucking, like, be able to look like Powerline. It's weird that they don't just have, like, all of the merch that's ever been made for all Disney movies available yeah. online. Yeah, I agree. And maybe they do, and I'm an idiot, and I, they, I mean, maybe sure I need to log on to Disney.com. brand people do. I don't know if right. Disney sells it personally. Yeah. But in any case, I just think that movie is screaming to be made into something. And I get that, like, probably if you were to do, like, a musical, it'd be hard to get past, like, the fact that they're dogs or whatever the fuck they are. They could, yeah. Like, if they were, like, dogs. in puppet costumes, like, Shrek style, it wouldn't be nearly as good. But you could easily adapt it to be just people. It's a beautiful story. A father and son relationship. I don't, th- I, I don't want to see it as people. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it'd be kind of cool. Wouldn't it be cool if, like, <laughs> the way that modern stories are, like, oh, this is, like, loosely based on the Odyssey or whatever. But it's, like, oh, this is loosely based on the Goofy movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would fucking shit my pants to see a Goofy movie ride. I would. T- the thing is, I think it would just end up being like the rides at Universal Studios, where yeah. you're just sitting in the thing and the screens move around you. Which, but that's, fine. that's like the Star Wars ride, Star Tours at fucking yeah. Disneyland, and that's a sick ride too. It is a sick ride. I want to do that, and I want to like in the car, like fall down the Grand Canyon and like get wet. Like it'd be so. I fun. wish Goofy move. Are you getting wet because R two D two? I know that he makes you horny. Wait, that was bigger. What does R two D two sound like? Oh, that's better. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Stop. I'm getting wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think a, Dis- a Goofy movie is definitely of a generation that like they just kind of gave up on. Yeah. And like all of the Us, animated- our generation. Right. Yeah. But they, they just don't care about animation in nah. a 2D sense. And they all- I think they killed it also. Yeah. But they just all of the properties that we loved as kids. They've just like been like, we're giving up. We're moving to the stuff that only the kids nowadays love. I get which it. I get, but I also just it's a bummer. Well, and also you're going to miss out on a huge like baby boomer esque market of nostalgia. Right. But like, I think they're how many worried- of us want to be like 90s again. I think they're worried about that not working. But I do think that there is, I bet there will be a certain point at which Disney, like, remember the Disney vault when we were kids? Oh, of course I remember. Yeah. I I was like, wait, I can't buy Little Mermaid again for 10 years after this? I cannot believe that worked on us where they were just like, you'll never get it. It's like, what? No, it's everywhere. They just (laughs) won't print anymore. That's my hot take. That was bad. (laughs) My hot take is it was brilliant and I'm mad about it. (laughs) Okay. It's your turn. How many more do you want to do? One each? Mm, Oh, I got two. How many you got? 
Well, I have a lot more, but we're, what, 44 minutes in? I think yeah. we should do one more each. Okay. Well, now i got to pick between two. Uh, should I go positive or negative? I think positive. We did a lot of negative ones. Okay. Then I will save my negative for when we eventually do a uh, episode on that artist. Oh, my God. <laughs> my positive is that Will Smith is a fantastic rapper and actor. Wait. Who's on the other side of that issue? You are. I don't think he's a bad actor or rapper. Oh. <laughs> all right your take <laughs> no i feel like a lot of people clown on will smith maybe just because of dorky like, but i don't think anyone's like it's bad it's I, just embarrassing i don't think it's embarrassing i think it is so i think he just made party rap but he made like really good party rap i think is technically it's, it's a very odd thing that he like i'm assuming negotiated into his deals of like yeah i'll act and lead in this movie but i also get to have the title song yeah that is odd I think it was perfect for the time. I think looking back at it now, it's like no one would ever do that. But the yeah. songs that he made were good. Aside from the one from Men in Black 2, which was just a bad I mean, thing. listen, Wild Wild West is basically a Stevie Wonder song. Sure. Production-wise. Although, I will say there are some added elements to Wild Wild West. We should talk about this on an episode. There are added elements to Wild Wild West that are not present in the Stevie Wonder song that make it a better song. Yeah, maybe. And then isn't another one another Stevie Wonder so song? So many. He yeah, he has so many songs that are just like samples of other songs. Yeah, like so. I don't think you really can give the songs that much credit. But you can. They're, they're they like were hits that he just rapped over. Of course, they're gonna be popular again. But like they're like reprod. I don't know. I think it's no. It's no crazier than when rappers make a diss track that is just sampling another song. Like or yeah, I also nice say for those what are cool. sampling like Lauren Hill. Yeah, I also don't like that. Okay, well, I think it's fantastic. But also, I'm not here <laughs> to dispute the production behind Will Smith's songs. Just saying that, like... I think he's a great actor. I think, I think he's so charming. He's yes. unbelievably charming. I think... I hate what he's doing right now, which is just, like, wavering between, like, these dramatic moments where he still gets to be like, oh, but I'm still me. And no! then like, No! Yes. He always does that. Or, like, these these comedic bits that are just, like... Like, the Aladdin thing I have mixed feelings about because oh I think God. people... People are so precious with Robin Williams as the genie that I'm like, get over yourself. Or like, maybe don't remake Aladdin. I, That's my take. I don't give a shit if they remake Aladdin. I'm so tired of remakes. You know how many fucking great writers are out there writing really cool, fresh, original shit, especially in the modern times? Yeah, I don't need to re-see a movie again. I don't think that there are as many remakes being made as people talk about i think Boy. that they're the biggest ones but that's because the biggest companies are floundering and just being like we need to make things that will make money we've been talking for two hours and we've accidentally mentioned like seven remakes i know but they so just feel like there's a lot but they've also all been from disney mm. disney was never going to take a chance dark on crystal things. what oh, we do in the Netflix. shadows well, we haven't mentioned that one uh, but I'm, also that one looks great yeah i i just am kind of like uh, maybe we let good things just be what they are and we don't need to like repackage them again and again and again and again i think if it makes more great things then i'm fine with it like i think blade yeah. runner was a fantastic sequel i think that there are other things that are just like i just think it would have been better as an original concept and cutting out trying to tie it back to the original but then people would be like it's all like blade runner and i think they'd give it shit for that just fuck it make, go like the prometheus way you know what i mean it's like, like it's the mean. same guy making a different story vaguely in the alien. same universe it's distinctly in the same universe. Yeah, but it wasn't meant to be like a direct prequel by any means. I feel like it was, especially because it, it went into now. Alien Covenant. No, maybe it is now, but I, when it came out, that was like a big conversation of like, no, 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 it's a separate movie, like don't look for it. And then they just gave you a couple like winks to it, but it wasn't at all like a direct hmm. linear path. I just, I don't know. I feel like there is, like, I think that there's need for if you're doing like reboots, just like making it fresh and like adding mm -hmm. things to it. But I don't think the entire concept of a reboot is flawed or bad. Yep. Also, especially because like in a lot of places, the only movies that people will go and see are things that they have a connection with. Like Lord of the Rings, if it was an original property, I think would not have done very well. Or like yeah. the Harry Potter Who's movies would not get as much money if they weren't like banking on the fact that like there's an yeah, there's entire audience. built-in audience, yeah. yeah. That's pretty funny. But I just think that there needs to be change made to those. Mm. And one of them, to me, that is not a bad one is being like, the genie is a different thing. Stop, like, you're holding on to nostalgia thinking like, but I, Robin Williams is the one. It's like, this mm. is a different, I, but that's just a thing for Will Smith. I, I think that he needs to, Stop doing YouTube? Yeah. I think he needs to <laughs> stop, stop being doing a YouTube. Scientologist? Yeah. I have such a love-hate relationship with him. I think as a dude, he sounds pretty fucking whatever and yeah. marginally bad. I think as an actor, great. As yeah. a director, very bad. He directs? Didn't he direct the fucking Planet movie with his son? Oh, no. That was M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, I thought he was like trying to make movies. No, no, no. Where He's did I get that written, idea? I don't know. Wow. He's only making YouTube videos. Are you sure he didn't like at least produce sure. that or something? No. I mean, he might have produced it. What was the name of it? Uh, After Earth. He didn't have anything to do on the production end of After Earth. I don't think Nothing? so. Nothing? 
Let me. That let, feels so wrong to me. I really thought I heard that. Let me look it up. I'm pretty sure he did not, though. I also just inherently believe people when they tell me things. So maybe this is one of those situations. It was produced by Will and Jada. Okay, fuck you then. I'm right. So, oh, and the story was by Will Smith. Boom. Eat my ass, bro. How <laughs> dare <crazy>. you? <laughs> well, he I, didn't write it, though. He just got a story by credit. Still. I mean, yeah. that's you said he had nothing to do with the production. I was 100% right. Yeah. Suck my fat dick. I feel like every other movie he made. No, that's not true. There was an entire stretch. I just think he's a fine actor, and I think he should stick to what he does best, and that's just being slick and charming. And I don't know how that evolves with him as he ages, but he could probably figure it out. Do a hitch, he too. He wants an Oz. Oh, I would love a hitch, too. You know what? If he's they made not- a hitch, too, and I wasn't involved, though, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Did I tell you about Son of Hitch? (laughs) Here we go again. Okay, so the pitch it. No, I'm kidding. Okay, I have one last final hot take. All right. And then we got to fucking wrap this up because, God, we've been complaining for an hour. Are you ready? I love to complain. Yes, continue. (laughs) Hot tubs are just okay. Oh, yeah. This has nothing to do with media. I just need to speak my truth. Let's talk about hot tub time machine. Fine. Yeah, also just okay. Anything with a hot tub is fine. It's fine. Hot tubs are okay. Yeah. People, Wait, do people love hot tubs? Oh my God. Yes. Huh? I would say that's like the default perspective of most people I know. What? It's like, oh, there's a hot tub. Or like, can we come over and use the hot tub? That feels like the kind of thing like you go on a, a vacation with your family and you're just like, oh, a hot tub. Like your dad's yeah. excited about it. I mean, listen, I think maybe I should be more specific. Clearly like a hot tub at a hotel that's like built into the pool is a very different situation than like a private abode that mm-hmm. has a hot tub. I'm mostly speaking about the hype at the latter. Yes. I think people really come for like a hot tub at a rental house or at someone's house. It's like, <gasps> can we go in the hot tub? This is crazy to me. I don't, yeah, I've never. I can't believe we're on the same side of this. I feel like You everyone, thought I'd love hot tubs? I think most people do. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's like, I can sit outside in a bath. No way! Except like bath is like so unbelievably full of chemicals and yeah. it burns your whole fucking face off. You get up and you feel it's that we also people drink in a hot tub a lot. I'm I'm just like oh, what you get up and you just feel super drunk you when you're the out of fuck it. Fuck out and get a headache. You get all wrinkly and shit. Like no, a hot Look, tub is fine. Whoa, 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 whoa! Back up on the wrinkles because I fucking love a bath. I will fucking fight for a bath. Yeah, but you get all wrinkly and shit. I mean, That's a bath fine. is different. A bath is chill. A hot tub is like, like you clean. cannot relax in a hot tub. No, and also like because you're outside, depending on the temperature, if it's like summer, you're way too fucking hot. Yeah. And if it's winter, like your fucking nose is freezing off, but then like your butt's too hot. Yeah. It's just, I don't get the appeal of it. I, I don't, don't want to sit it. in it. Also, it's the same water over and over and over again. Like there's so much butt juice in there. I don't want to be in there. Especially yeah, what, like for a beaver? like two fuck. For like two hours too. People just want to fucking sit I in a hot tub. I could not sit. Yeah, that's maddening. Man, I don't. I mean, keep it. I'll sit in the pool for two hours. I'll swim for two hours, but just sit in a body of stinky I swim water. For two hours. You're gonna sit. Well, I'd sit in the pool for two hours. Swimming. I'd swim for one hour. Yeah. You keep talking. You're gonna realize you will swim for two hours. I swim for two hours. Yeah. You got a pool noodle? Fucking. That's four hours at oh, least. Oh damn! I forgot about swimming as a kid when it was like just a fun, a fun thing where like yeah. a, you have like a few friends over your mm-hmm. your neighbor's house. That ruled. See? Damn! I'm sad now. Now you're on board. Now I'm on board. Pools 2019. Yeah, hot tubs are great too. No, I'm kidding. Oh, hot oh. tubs suck. That's all. Oh, they don't to suck. Say. They're just fine. I'm sorry to Tracy. That was definitely not media related for me. Mostly hot tub time machine. We just agree as well in hot tub time machine terms. I mean, truthfully, if I watched it again, it's probably super problematic. I haven't seen it in a long oh, time. Oh, a guarantee. <laughs> probably it's not. No, good. It's for sure. <laughs> but, However, uh, hot tubs. I can say without a doubt, trash. Hot tubs are racist. Also, hot tubs are racist. Yeah, we don't I've, have to get into it. No, no, no. I think that's safe for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for our hot tubs are racist episode next week. Thank you so much for listening. Complain for twenty thousand years. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.